Welcome to the Animal Encounters episode of Your Daily Dose with Bob and Nick. It's your safari guide, Bob. Today, I share a story of an unexpected animal encounter my wife Patty and I had while on vacation in a little log cabin in West Yellowstone, Montana. Then Nick and I follow that up by discussing how to choose the right animals to create your own animal adventures. It's a dose full of lions and tigers and bats, and even a tree frog. There's something for everyone. Enjoy. Patty, for some reason, in the dark attracts animals. Sure. Uh, there was a time when we were sitting on the back porch having a drink, and she jumped up screaming, saying, "It's on me! It's on me!" I'm like, "What's on you?" I don't know. It's completely dark out there, so I can't see what she's talking about. But the sound of her voice scares me because I can tell she's really scared. Yeah. And this isn't a person who scares easily. Uh, in that case, it was a tree frog that jumped from the floor of the porch onto her inner thigh, her bare inner thigh. Which, if you can imagine, that's a weird, gotta be a weird feeling. Thing. Sure, sure. Suction cups. Yeah. There. Right. <laughs> yep. Okay, so. Our, I think it was our first night in Bozeman, Montana. And uh, we're in a little log cabin at this place called Bar and Ranch. And it's really cool. It's a, it's a sprawling, um, glamping environment. They have all these tents that are like for glamour camping uh, out there. But we're in this actual log cabin. It has a fireplace. It has cable. I was really surprised. I didn't expect to have any connectivity while I was there. And it had a little lake out back. And we go to bed one night, relatively early, um, and about five minutes after we shut off the lights, Patty goes, oh, something's on me, something's on me. Same tone, like a, what? And like, I get up kind of like, what is it? All right, I turn on the light, yeah. it's a brown bat flying around the room. I mean, and this is this has uh, ceilings up to the second story. There's, there's no second story, but it's 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 a big ceilings, high vaulted right? ceiling, yeah. And, uh, and the bat keeps going around, I'm like, get under the covers, I'm going to save you. I'm going to be the Batman, right? And I'm going to get a pillowcase. I'm going to grab this thing. I'm going to take it outside and let it out. Because we've had bats in our porch before, and I've sure. done that. And I just yeah. put my leather gloves on, scoop you up, and let you go. And I like bats. Uh, but this one decided he was going to fly up to the highest point in the room and just sit there. I've got no way to get to him. And there's yeah. no way we're going to go to sleep if we get a bat in the room with us. Because it had actually landed on Patty's hand while she was, she was going to sleep. So I go to the front desk. And there's this very cool guy. His name's Christian. Um, real cowboy. I mean, he's got the mustache. He's got the, the big uh, cowboy sure. hat and the cowboy boots. And he's sitting there, leaned back like a cowboy with the hat pulled down over his eyes. Uh, it's like 9, 9, 9.30 at night. And, he's and got you his, think he's doing this earnestly. You think he would really be doing this I, if nobody was around. I, I really did get the impression. Okay. It was almost a little too perfect. Like he's, uh, yeah. someone's, coming, someone's coming back back in your yeah, cowboy position. <laughs> Okay, but he, he played this role perfectly because when I got there, he pushes the hat back and he smiles at me and says, what can I do for you? And I said, oh, we have a brown bat uh, in our room with us. And he smiles and he says, um, sorry about that. May I come get it? <laughs> it's like, may I come get it? Yes, sir. You may Did come get it. it. Did he lasso no. it? He got, he got a net. They had a net, of right? Course. It's like a yeah. butterfly net. And he brought a little step stool and he... Shows up at the door, knocks on the door, comes in, sets the stuff down, takes off his hat, sets it in the chair, takes his equipment, says, this won't be but a minute, and goes into the bedroom. And I close the door because I'm like, I don't want the back getting out into this room. Sure. Um, and then after like 60 seconds, I think, maybe I should be helping him. So I'm like, hey, can I help you in there? And door opens. He's got the bat in the net. He's got the little uh, step stool in his hand. Yeah. He goes out the door uh, and we think he's done. And then... Hear a knock on the door. 
he forgot his hat in the chair. So he comes in, gets his hat. And we find out that he took the bat out a little further away from the buildings and just set it free. Yeah. But they get a bat a month about, and we were the bat a month. Okay. So what percentage chance do you think that he has trained that bat to do that <laughs> just so they can have an interaction with somebody like that? Right. I'm going to say 30. <laughs> I, I, I think it's a conservative 30 It was so chance. smooth, probably up to 45%. Yeah. Is what I'm saying, because it was almost Won't too be perfect. but a minute. It reminded me of a, a book that I read when I was a kid about this child who goes to a pet store and he buys fish. And the guy in the fish, the pet store says, do not only feed that fish a pinch a day. And, and so the kid's like, all right. And he goes home and he feeds the fish that much. And the fish looks up like he wants more. Mm -hmm. And this is little orange fish in a little glass bowl. Uh, and so the kid's like, oh, I'm going to give you more. And so he gives him more. What happens is the fish gets huge, so huge that it explodes out of the bowl, that it slides down the cellar steps, that he has to fill the cellar with water so that this fish, which is now the size of almost a whale, can survive in his basement. And he goes back to the pet store and he says to the guy... I have a problem. He's like, oh, you fed him more than I told you to, didn't you? And he's like, yeah. He goes, not a problem. And then the, fish, the, the pet store guy shows up at his house, snorkeling fins and a little device, goes down in the basement, and the next thing you know, it comes out with the little fish in the bowl again. And I felt like that guy showed up to get our bat. Yeah. He was just that, okay, not a problem. I've got this. Poof. So anyways, that was a longer story than you needed to hear. No, I like it because I, I really like the idea. I want to kind of do this in my own life with some sort of like, what could I save? <laughs> what animal could I train? First of all. Yeah. Bats are hard. I think. I would imagine. Yeah. But so, imagine if you could like train a tiger, right? And then you I go. I mean, you can. But I mean, train a tiger to scare the crap out of somebody. And then, and then you just step up and save them. I will take care of this tiger. Seems more complicated, but I am with you. <laughs> more I dangerous, with you for so sure. Far. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's exotic. Guess what? I mean, honestly, it truly, Siegfried and Roy would not have had much of a show if it was bats or cats or dogs. They had lions and tigers. I'm trying to yeah. up, your, up your game a little bit. It didn't end well. No, it didn't. Though. No, so it that's didn't. the only thing <laughs> I'm know. thinking of. Hey, it's me. I'm Nick. Thanks for listening. Ever since I was a kid, I wanted to be some kind of animal whisperer. I wanted to have that connection where I can just look in their eyes and know what they're thinking and I could communicate with them and everyone would be impressed because I could get them to do whatever tricks I wanted immediately. And I could go on a variety television show called That's Incredible, which you probably wouldn't remember unless you were my age or older since it ran from 1980 to 1984. I also would not have minded going on That's Incredible and jumping my big wheel through a giant flaming ring. That's a story for another day. Bye-bye. <laughs>